This week on the Apache Campcast, I speak with Jamie Smith, director of Elaine Freight Apache Day Camp. Interestingly enough, both Jamie and I grew up not going to JCC camps, but we both found our way to camp, and it's been a passion for us ever since. Let's get started. Welcome to the Apache Campcast. I'm Matt Steinberg, director of Apache Rogers Park and Apache Evanston Day Camp, and I'm here today with Jamie Smith. Hey, Jamie. Hey, Matt. How are you doing today? I'm so good. <laughs> it, <laughs> Great. It's been a weird. It's been a weird several weeks, you know, working from home and everything. It sure has. I think we're um, typically pretty social beings, and we're kind of tapping into and. Uh, I don't know, this introverted side of ourselves in some ways I'm seeing, which is sort of interesting because I think most people that know me would, would probably tend to describe me as an extrovert. However, I am feeling a little more introverted lately um, and maybe introspective, um, which is new, ter- new territory for me, I think. Yeah, it's interesting, like <laughs> all the adjustments we all have to make just to daily life these days. Correct. Um, yeah. Yeah. So you're the director at Elaine Frank Apache Day Camp, right? I am. I, I, I am the director at Elaine Frank. And also we have um, an Apache Village program on our grounds that serves um, three and four year old campers that want um, a shortened day um, and a more um, kind of that bridge between um, a preschool camp experience and um, a full-blown camp experience. So this gives them that kind of baby steps into what it feels like to go to a traditional Apache camp. That's awesome because that's such a such an important transition where it's it's a big change from like a a preschool early childhood setting to summer camp. Like it's a completely different structure and environment. Yeah, and I love that we um, so we've made it possible to recruit some of our best early childhood teachers to help staff the program. And because we have an early childhood center right on our grounds, um, it's, it's nice to have the par- partnership between the early childhood directors and myself, as well as the social services team um, to really meet those kids where they're at uh, um, in that transition to a camp experience. If they're not really totally. ready for a full day, um, this gives them that nice um, starter camp. Totally, totally. Yeah. Uh, t- tell us a little bit about your history at Apache because you've been at Apache for a while and even before Elaine Frank Apache, right? Yeah, correct. So um, my uh, my camp story is pretty different and unique um, in that I um, began my So I was one of these people who originally um, was a kind of a camp dropout, believe it or not. Um, I was, I think I attended three, three or four smaller camp programs um, as I was coming up as a child. Um, And 
never really fell in love with it. And it was not until my adult life that I um, became a lifetime camp person. So it, um, it started out as though I was one of those kids that kind of got pulled out of day camp. Like, not that I quit, but I would have been those, you know, that I think maybe, maybe the first time I went to camp as a four-year-old, I might have um, been too homesick. And my mom probably said, you know, this is just not something we're going to continue to put, put this child through after all the tears were shed. I know. Right. Um, it was, you know, in the seventies, I'm kind of showing my age now. Um, (laughs) but, um, my neighborhood was more, um, there really weren't that many kids attending summer camps while I was growing up in my neighborhood. It was more of, um, playing in the backyards, um, running from, you know, one backyard to the next, playing on kids' swing sets, um, you know, playing Barbie dolls. Our moms would sit on their lawn chairs and get a summer tan, and, you know, we were just outside yep, yep. playing as kids. Um, and we, we were the kind of kids that would get up in the morning and go outside and, um, you know, I don't know how we got lunch, but somehow we did. Um, and then, uh, you know, the, the skies kind of got a little darker and we, I doubt we were wearing watches, but we, when we were hungry, we went back home and got dinner and did it all over again the next day. So it wasn't a real organized, um, although we, we certainly were, we were, you know, those kind of kids that wanted to put on a play in the neighborhood and, (laughs) you know, had auditions and did all those kinds of things. So I think I was doing my own camping potentially like backyard camp. Um, Maybe I was the camp director because I was the oldest (laughs) in the friend group. My little sister would tag along and our, my, our younger friends. And so maybe I was the camp counselor, but trying to organize my own camp program that was going to be. Jamie, that, that is so interesting (laughs) because I actually had a similar experience growing up where I I went to these shorter sports camps, like a week long sports camp, but not, not like an Apache camp experience over the entire summer. That's so funny, man. I didn't even know that about you. Yeah. And did a lot of those like small group, like we had a Creek, um, behind our house. And so had friends over and went in the Creek and like built forts and like all that kind of stuff. Yes. So one summer, this is funny. One summer, um, the two other girls that we were, so it was my sister and then these two friends of ours that lived down the road, Kim and Kelly, and they lived, you know, two houses away and, and they wanted to be gymnastics coaches. So they, I mean, we must've been, maybe I was nine years old or I don't know, nine or yeah. And they had a gymnastics camp. Um, and my sister and I, you know, participated in it. And I am not a gymnast. I think I could only, you know, complete the forward roll and maybe walk across this beam um, without doing anything special. But my sister was very good at it. And she got all the blue ribbons in the gymnastics camp in the summer. But we, those are the kinds of things we did. We like, whatever we were interested in, if we were interested in a theater thing, we made a play. The kids that were interested in gymnastics became the gymnastics coaches. We used to play with roly poly bugs. And like you say, you know, build a fort, we would go on these, you know, expeditions and go find the bookmobile and, you know, take our bikes and, you know, ride down, you know, neighborhoods away to go chase down this bookmobile that we thought was so cool that a library had put together. And those were the kinds of things that we did. 
So it was um, a far cry, but maybe the seed, the seedlings of what we consider as our patchy um, summer. Yes, the imagination that goes right. into like coming up with all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, so true. It's so true. So that's you know how my childhood went, and then um, I was I was a college graduate, and it happened that my one of my closest. Um, friends, one of my sorority sisters from college, her mother um, and her actually were working at the Apache in Northbrook. Um, Karen um, Cairo used to do the busing for Apache and Camp Shy, And so she was very involved. She was a staff member at the Northbrook location. And Debbie, her daughter and I were going out for lunch one day. And Debbie said, you know, before we go to lunch, do you mind? I have to make a stop at my mom's office. She happens to um, to need another typewriter at work. So, you know, we're talking about 1994 and um, Karen needed this typewriter. So I've, I, of course, went with her and the camp director and the assistant director at the time were all eating lunch. Um, and we, we went in and I can picture it like as it was yesterday and they sat down with us and I happened to be getting my master's in um, education at National Lewis University. And they said to me, oh, what do you do in the summer? And I was waiting tables. And I said, you know, I'm waiting tables. And they said, well, you should come and work for us. And that day, right then and there, before we went out to lunch, I had a job interview with them and ended up um, getting a summer camp counselor position in the juniors program. So working with the three and four year olds and um, it all began there because of a typewriter and I wow. had left. And that was That's such in, a crazy yeah. story. <laughs> I know that was in the spring of 1994 and um, Debbie, their daughter who I, or Karen's daughter who I was good friends with was a unit head um, for the Explorer one. So the first graders at Z Frank and, you know, that those first two summers, um, I just, you know, fell in love with it. It was the kind of thing that I, I would get up in the morning in the summertime and I would just bounce out of bed, get ready for work, go out, you know, go to work. Felt yeah. like it wasn't, it, it was important, you know, I was doing great things, but it was, it never felt like work. It didn't feel like um, it felt like something I was meant to do. And then yeah. I continued on. And um, so I spent from 94 until 2000, let me see, 1994 until, yeah, 2010 was my first summer where I left there and went and became the director at Apache Village, um, the camp that Andy Kaufman is now running. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so I went and then I worked at Apache Village for five summers at Wanger, at the Bernard Wanger JCC. And also um, part of that time, I was the assistant director for the early childhood program there. And then there was an and So I was doing a little um, half the year with EC and half the year with day camp. Um, so it was it was a lot um, because, yeah. you know, the camp director position, I think at the time was an 80% job, but the early childhood director position, <laughs> assistant director was probably 
you know, I don't know, an 80%. So here I am working 160% (laughs) of the time. I don't know. Right. It was wild. Um, And then when there became um, a need to get me back over to work at Z Frank as the assistant director um, in 2000 or yeah, 2015, I believe I went back to Z Frank. So I was at Village for five years and then back to Z Frank. 16 and 17 and then there became an opening um at elaine frank and that's where i've been ever since and it's nice because it's the community that i live in up here in the lake county area so i love working and um you know being living and working in the population that i'm serving which is pretty great what's so interesting to me is how we find our ways to camp like we it's almost like we gravitated towards camp without having that experience growing up necessarily i know it's so it is so true so tell me your quick uh your story i don't even know that i know that part of you yeah when i was growing up we didn't have a jcc there was like a 10-year period in cincinnati between the closing of the old center and raising the money to start the new center okay Um, So I'm in high school, I'm graduating high school by the time they open up the new JCC and start a summer camp there. Um, I work there as a camp counselor um, the first or second summer that they have camp at this new JCC. And same with you, like right away, it didn't feel like work. It felt like I was where I was supposed to be. Um, I loved being outside all day and all the camp counselors were so much fun and it was so great working with the kids and they look up to you as a role model and you actually learn a lot from them like kids provide a great perspective you know yeah i sure do they they remind you of what's really important you know Mm -hmm. yeah 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 and so i was a camp counselor for Several years, uh, graduated to being the sports specialist, which was my first chance to like develop a curriculum at camp for the whole summer. Um, and then similar to you, a, a role opened up to be the assistant camp director. And I, that year I must've had six full-time jobs because I was doing that and I was running exactly. the March of the Living trip and I was yeah. doing the teen and high school programs during the year and <laughs> you know, the yeah. list goes on and on. Yeah. But didn't you find that it was like, it was all of those things. I mean, I kept like I was waitressing or I was working at, you know, for a few years in a row, I worked at Bath and Body Works just because I had to find something that I could occupy my time during the year. So, I mean, I also, I was a youth group advisor. I did this, I did that, but all because that summer I wanted to work at camp. So however right. I could combine the rest of the year, whatever that might look like, to have that 10 for two. We always talk about like that 10 for two. I just want it. So 10 months of the year, I did X, Y, and Z job until there became something full-time at the JCC, but all for that two months of like, you know, that camp rah-rah summer, you know? It's totally true. Mm -hmm. I started studying um, childhood development and middle childhood education in college because of summer camp. Um, Yeah you know, and ended up working there full time. And it, it changed my whole career path and everything because of how much camp meant, you know? Exactly. Those relationships, 
and those connections that you had with other people, I'm sure were a big part of that. And yeah. that's how it was for me too. Yeah. I've seen that yeah. with a lot of staff. I mean, just as you have, I'm sure. Like we've seen that over the years with a lot of a lot of our own staff and people we've watched grow up, which is really special. Exactly. Exactly. What what do you think it is? Because I always have a hard time articulating the environment at camp and like what is it that brings all these kids and families and counselors back year after year after year because we see a lot of the same families every year there's there's something happening that's really unique and special what is that well you know it's funny because i i feel like i was at a training you know, pretty recently that they said it's not magic, that it's very intentional. Like we used to always say, oh, there's that Apache magic. Like there's some kind of magic, you know, this camp magic. Yeah. But like then I heard more recently that it's not magic, that it is intentional and that there's not, it's not just, it is thoughtful and intentional and whatever. My husband used to call it a cult. Like he used <laughs> to, you know, say, oh, it's just such a cult. Like, um, <laughs> but you know, I think it's really comes down to that those relationships and those connections that are made um, that, you know, happen because people are their true selves and they are um, open and open to receive and open to give in a way that is um, doesn't happen everywhere where you're kind of, you know, you're just stripped down to like who you are at your core and you are inviting people into that space and they are inviting you in and those relationships and those connections are built and that spark um, goes on and, and connects to somebody else who then feels that. And it's just this, you know, we, in Judaism, we call it La Dora Vador, right? Like the generation mm -hmm. to generation. And I think that that's what happens at camp. Um, for even the youngest of young campers. I mean, there are, you know, our kids now that we're, we've been in this seclusion, you know, COVID times yeah. right now, people are saying, you know, I really hope that my kids get to experience camp. They keep saying to me, when is camp coming? How many more days till camp? All those kinds of questions yeah. that even in the darkest of, you know, the, the darkest of days in winter and the coldest of winter days, it's always something that we, can look forward to and I think that's what's so hard for us right now is that we've we've lived for the whole year waiting for this time and right now that time is threatened and it's you know it's, it's true hard. It, it's true it's very hard right now um yeah. you know but we're, we're all holding out hope that we'll be able to have that summer camp experience even if it's different this year Right. Um, what were you, what were you going to say? What do you feel is like that, that, I don't know, magic or, or that, that piece that. Yeah. I think you hit the nail on the head with that openness. There's uh -huh. an authenticity that people are able to really truly be themselves. And that's why you build a depth to the camp relationship with co-counselors and campers and everybody there that's so much more rare in real life because every, like the environment where you're encouraging kids to try something new, to learn and develop and grow, and the counselors are helping to facilitate that environment and they're actually doing the same 
themselves. It's, you know, thinking back to when I was a counselor in high school um, and college, there's so much pressure to fit in and um, social pressure and all these factors at play at that age. But then you come to camp and it's your chance to be a leader and it's your chance to be in charge. And you're a role model to these kids who are looking up to you and it's a huge responsibility and to be able to step into that space where you take the responsibility and be a leader and a role model when you're used to being, you know, in a classroom and following the rules and studying for a test. I think, I think that's a big part of the camp environment that, that authenticity and that openness and the relationships. I would agree. And I, I mean, and I, Now, my children, actually, so I started working at camp before I was married, before, you know, that that early, you know, part of my life. And um, then I had my own kids and they've kind of grown up in this camping world. You know, I have the kind of kids that would instead of playing school at their house, they would play summer camp and, (laughs) um, you know, they would take out a clipboard and they would throw on their camp T-shirts and they would you know, do the camp cheers and sing the camp songs. And we would pretend and like at, you know, my, my daughter was like seven and we were doing mock camp interviews or, you know, where she would interview for a camp counselor position and (laughs) all of those kinds of things. And then they were campers and then they were CI, you know, they went to, she went to camp shy and then, you know, they were, they were both CITs at our camp programs. And now they've been on staff at our camp programs. Um, for the last few years as well. So it's like, and now I've gotten to see the full circle-ness of it all because they also have become leaders in their own right and um, have had those campers look up to them and created those bonds with those former counselors that they connected with as friendships and um, and have still remained connected with. Um, and so that's pretty special too, to have seen that whole full circle and to, you know, know that in some way I helped shape something that then, you know, was inspiring to somebody else who then inspired them who, you know what I mean? So it's this growing connection, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, What, what is that like as a parent to see, to see that level of impact that camp has had on your kids? Cause like as directors, we see it in hundreds of kids every summer, but that's such a personal connection for your family. I mean, I think it's life changing. I really do. I think that that when I think of um, the impact that camp has made on both my son and daughter, but you know, in different ways and in similar ways, they um, you know had the opportunity to make friends even as young children. Um, to step out of that comfort zone to, to, you know, find a home away from home for the summer. Um, it's really powerful as like a parent to watch it and emotional too. I mean, I, I remember sitting there at the talent, you know, at, at the end of the summer when we did a, um, an Apache talent show and I'd watched them, you know, as campers and I would sit there as the parents crying, you know, watching them perform on that stage as the campers yeah. and I would, get emotional. And then now as staff watching them teach those dances or do those experiences and watching them as that, you know, as the counselor 
take on that role and, and watch those kids looking up to them. And it just seemed like in a blink of an eye, they were once those campers as little, you know, five-year-olds or four-year-olds up on that stage. Yeah. And now they're almost 20 and they're, you know, giving back and, um, you know, have had people mention to me, oh my gosh, I'm so lucky that, you know, my son was in your son's group and he loves them and can he babysit and this and that and all of those things that it, it was, you know, it's been very, very surreal and, and very special to watch them grow up and, um, and then give back. It's really powerful and pretty awesome. Yeah, that's incredible. I know that one of the things I always talk about in staff training is like the role of a counselor and this whole idea that the counselors have an impact on hundreds of children every summer. And then um, you think of into the future, each of those children is impacted in a way where they can then take that role model that they've seen in their camp counselor and that could influence the way that they positively influence oh, somebody else down sure. the line. And so to see your children grow up in camp like that and then do that to the next generation of children is incredible. Yeah, this, um, you know, this, this brings to mind a story that um, a few, I don't know, I was looking through um, some notes that I had. You know, sometimes I save like a couple thank you notes or this or that that have, had some meaning at the end of the summer. And a few years ago, one of my counselors um, said, you know, Jamie, during orientation, you said to us that, you know, we are going to have such an impact on, on our campers this summer. And it's a real opportunity for us, just like you were saying that. And then at the end of the summer, she goes, not only because little did you know you had said that and I and I I listened but I didn't really believe it but then um I know now what an impact these kids have had on me so it was like it was so full circle she learned from them just like you said earlier in the in the conversation here like the kids teach us so much too and here here she was a young 20 something and those kids made such an impact on her and she felt forever changed by being their camp counselor. So it goes both ways. Pretty totally. special. Totally. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. When you decide to apply to be a camp counselor, it's usually because it seems like a really fun job. You get to play outside all day and be a role model for kids. Like it just seems fun, but there's no way to know how it's going to impact you as an individual until you go through it. Oh, and then sure. there's such a depth to the camp experience. Yeah. Yeah. Last year, um, last year I had a, a former counselor who, um, was a, also, you know, after his camp counselor role, he decided he loved it so much that he wanted to go into education. He became a history teacher on the high school level. And he was also one of the golden apple recipients one year. So he, really talented teacher. Um, but he called me to investigate about camp for his daughters because now Ugh. he had his own children and he was calling me to find out about summer camp for, for, for them. And wow. he said, you know, I oftentimes reflect upon my summers at Apache and how, you know, you, you, you were really, I mean, I was, I was his unit head. So it was, you know, back when he was a counselor and I was his unit head. And he said, he's like, 
you know, I really never, you know, at that time didn't realize um, just how you had made everything so intentional. He said, you know, you gave us time to connect with each other, which was really important. Um, and yet to balance, you know, putting those kids needs first and all of that. But he's, you know, he said, he's like, I really look back fondly about, about the whole experience. And it really made me feel so great because I knew that he went on to such, to, you know, help shape so many high school students um, at such a crucial time in their life. And you think like, okay, well, if he didn't have that other, you know, each experience leads to another. And so the, the positive effect that that one or two summers of summer camp at Apache had hit on him as a counselor and the difference that he made in those campers lives who are now in their, you know, those kids are probably 30 now. You know what I mean? Like you look back at it and we're spanning almost 27 years of camping for me. So it's pretty cool when you, when you really look at it and um, you know, just to know that you had some small impact, but then that changed a whole generation of other people totally pretty cool stuff yeah and that's you know that's the thing that um with how fun camp is it's easy to think that it's just like comes natural and just sort of happens but like you're saying there's so much intention behind all the planning like we meet as directors across apache um multiple times a week multiple times a month coordinating plans, thinking through best practices and field trips and staff training. And like, there's so much thought and planning that goes into every moment of the summer. Like if you wanted to, you could go down the schedule and give like a three hour explanation for (laughs) why each activity, you know what I mean? Yeah, you really could. And, and yet, People, it's funny because, you know, if you, if you're not in this line of work, you're always like, oh, you know, well, great. You get, you do that for, you know, eight weeks or whatever, but what do you do the rest of the year? And it's always so funny because the lay people don't really realize all the time and, you know, thought and, you know, intensity that we put behind each decision that we make. Um, because although we, you know, we try to keep some things consistent year after year, there's so much that changes and, you know, the, the programs look, look similar, but very different than they did 10, even 10 years ago. We really, we have been able to adapt with the times or to, you know, come up with a different spin on, on an old, on an old theme. So totally pretty neat. How do you guys balance the, the tradition with the new innovative ideas each year at Elaine Frank Apache, like how do you how do you navigate keeping well, it new and know, fresh? Right, yeah. it's so this will be our thirteenth um, summer at at the Elaine Frank location. So there's a lot a lot of tradition um, in that, even you know there, and being that this will be my third summer there. Um, I was, you know, I, I, when I came in at the beginning, it was, there's a lot that has been, you know, what it has been. And, and there's a lot that I don't want to change. Um, I'm talking about some of the, even the logistical parts of things that, you know, it takes a little bit 
of it's that delicate balance because you want to, it to be recognizable and to feel the right way. And you want to get your staff, some of your leadership staff to buy into it, especially because you don't want to change everything because that's hard. So I really, you know, I've found a pretty delicate balance. I mean, there are things that I've brought in that became a new way of looking at it and people do buy into it eventually, but sometimes it takes a little bit um, and you really want everybody to, to be on, you know, to, uh, to see it the way you see it, but you also want to challenge people a little bit. So it's, it's a delicate, it's kind of a delicate balance between changing it up completely. So, you know, that can, that can have a negative um, effect on people sometimes. So I think there's a, Little, uh, some nice nuances and ways to introduce something without rocking everybody's world and turning it upside down. I think totally. That, that's the, you know, that's the, the exciting part and the, and the hard part. Um, this summer, you know, we're going to be beyond that. We're going to be thinking of new innovative ways to do even some of the mundane stuff that we've, you know, it's going uh, yeah. to be a summer like no other. So yeah, just out of necessity. You know? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's so true because people come back year after year because it's great. So to just come in and make sweeping changes um, does doesn't it's, always make sense. You know, and it doesn't always feel good. It doesn't. It right. There are you know there is there is a lot of tradition and ritual, and I think that that is an important part of who we are and what we do in the camping world because I think that that's you know they both our youngest of consumers to the parents, you know, to, to the staff that work with us, they, they want it to feel and look a certain way. Um, but that doesn't mean we can't throw in some, some new changes that would benefit everybody. Sure. So it's just, yeah. you know, you got to do it in a little bit a little in baby steps sometimes versus, yeah. you know, really crashing in on, on it. It's so true. Important. I mean, yeah. This has been front and center for me coming into my first summer at Apache. Luckily, I have some uh, many great returning staff members, both at Rogers Park and Apache Evanston. And a big part of our planning for this summer has there's been like a reverence for the traditions. Like I'm a new yeah. camp, you know, I'm, I'm a yeah. new camp director coming in and I've got new ideas and questions about why we do things certain ways and we'll make some changes this year, but underlying everything has been this real respect for what has made the program meaningful for so many families for so many years in both communities, you know? For sure. And, and though, and both those communities look a little different too. So, yes, you know, and just as all of our Apaches, you know, there's, there's common threads that run within, but there's, you know, some of the lexicon and some of the lingo is a little different at each place, um, which makes sense because, and it should be, it, that's, I mean, that's what makes each community so special and, you know, so wonderful. So you do have, totally. you do have a lot of great people that you're working with and that you're going to learn from each other. And, and that's how I, how I feel um, and felt when I, you know, first moved into this role. Um, 
you know, and took over from, you know, the, from Jennifer who, who left a, an amazing legacy and also was at a Rogers park before too. So, you know, I think oh, wow. that, yeah. So Jennifer Zissus, who is my predecessor is, um, was Wendy's was at, um, in, at Horwich before Wendy was. Wow. Yeah. yeah the the Chicago JCC has such an interesting history, you know, over the years yeah. at camp and everything. For sure. Yep. Yeah. Are there, are there things that you're really looking forward to, um, whether it's this summer specifically or just every summer in general, that's like such a core part of camp for you as a director that, you know, every summer it's like, I can't wait for this and this. Well, I, you know, I'm sort of that emotional kind of a person and sentimental. So I, there's some things that, I mean, I, I really am excited. Um, there's, you know, some that staff feeling where certain people, you know, finally are becoming counselors that were CITs before and watching them kind of go into that process. I, I'm one of the rare people that probably loves orientation. I don't know. <laughs> Me too. I really, Me too. I mean, yeah. Like I love yes. that, that, you know, feeling that, so there's that moment where everybody's starting to come in and some people are new and don't, you know, kind of know where they're going or who, who people are. But by the end of that first week, there is such a connection formed. And I love that. So like, I, I look forward to that. Um, it just helps set the tone for the whole summer. So I'm, I'm excited for that. And personally, um, I'm pretty excited this summer because my own children, um, my son, Max, is, um, is going to be one of the song leaders for us this summer. And he, um, it's, it's pretty cool because we, he's always been into music and loved music, but he, we bought him a guitar for Hanukkah. And I mean, you would never have known that he's been playing guitar for like four months by the way he's <laughs> picked up these tunes and songs. It's just, yeah. Some of these, some, you know, sometimes when you just have it, you have it. And so I'm really excited to watch him kind of get into that role. Um, it, we're doing it now by virtual, by Zoom call. And it's fun just to see that happening. And, you know, with the participants that have come to our Zoom Shabbat. So it's like, we're going to be kicking it up a, a bunch of notches because his, his funny personality and all of that stuff um, will, will, uh, will shine through. So I'm personally excited for that. And my daughter, this role is, this year is taking on the role of um, being the CIT unit head or coordinator. So I'm excited to see her finally have that chance you know i told you she was been interviewing since she was seven for camp positions <laughs> and now she's she's um exceeded that and is going to be on the administrative team so that that's a big dream for a camp director mom um so i'm i'm really excited for that and you know like uh, like everyone else i i love i love you know just the day-to-day -day everything like every day is a party when those kids get out of their cars in the morning and there is music playing and they are jumping out of those cars, getting ready to go to camp. Um, it's pretty fun. So I, I think that all of the days, I mean, we always say that there's like 39 days and 
you know, because we always have a day off for, you know, the 4th of July weekend. So there's typically a 39 day summer and we have 39 days to really rock it and make an impact and have these life changing experiences and moments that, you know, shape, shape kids for the rest of their life. So I'm just excited for, for that first day, whenever we can open that program and, and begin again, I'm, you know, I'm excited and raring to go. Totally. Totally. I'm, I'm right there with you. <laughs> yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. And those tears that happen on the last day, like, I mean, it's, it's never, it's never easy, but we, uh, we always, you know, it's, it's hard to, the summer, it seems to, to run, like you feel like you have all these days and then it's boom, you know, you hit 4th of July and then it's over like in five minutes. I mean, it just, it just goes so fast. So, and then you're there and you're at that, like at that pinnacle last day and you've reached that, you know, last moment and nobody wants to leave. Like the staff is sitting there hugging and crying and embracing each other. And, you know, although they're excited about the next chapter, whether it's college or going back to high school or whatever it is, they have this energy, but they, they don't want to let go of that summer. You know, it was just such a perfect moment. And so, you know, it'll be fun to, to see that unfold again. Totally. Totally. I always try to bottle that moment and start with the end. Like even at orientation, it's impossible to translate it fully, but I always try to set the stage of like fast forward eight weeks from now. Um, you're going to be missing every moment of this summer and always keep that front and center and make the most of every day and every week because before we know it, it's going to be over. We are such kindred spirits, Matt, because it's exactly, <laughs> that was part of my, um, my, my, you know, training last year was beginning with the end in mind. Wow. And yeah. we even said that. So we would say, you know, like this is, you know, Think about how you want, what do you want that very last moment to be like? And every point leading up to it, you need to be doing something that pushes you in, in that direction of those goals. And that was, you know, that was a big theme of what we were trying to do last year. And I, I mean, it was to the point where we were almost counting down, like it was, I don't know, counting down, but we were like, okay. The, you know, at the end of each day, I try to gather the staff together and we have these, these end of the day yep, kind of yep. shout out positive, you know, po sharing some shout outs and some positive things. And I was like, it was getting pretty, pretty, almost, almost depressing the way I was like, okay, well, we have this day, these amount of days and these amount of minutes per day and whatever. I can't even remember exactly what I yeah. was saying, but it was, you know, how many touch points can you get in these days? How many experiences can you make happen um and you know how many moments can you make and all of that kind of stuff and it was it was pretty fun it was you know i'm looking thinking back to it it's been a while since i thought about that but yeah beginning yeah. with the end in mind is a really great way to live your life and your philosophy i think well right and will you expand that beyond camp what a great lesson for all these high school and college students to take into the rest of their lives, like everything they do, if they take that lesson with them, they can do it with intentionality. Like, what do I want the results of my efforts to be in college, at work, with, in my relationships, with my family? Like, 
it puts a different lens on your life when you think about it that way. Yep, it sure does. It sure does. I love this. What a good conversation we had. <laughs> yeah, this is great. Yeah. <laughs> to think I was nervous. You know, it's funny, but I'm in the generation and some people, if any, it, you know, those, those of you that are listening that can identify this, we used to have a tape um, recorder, cassette recorder, and we used to do these, I mean, we were podcasting before there were podcasts where my cousins <laughs> and my, and I would sit in like my grandparents, like closet in their apartment and we would record and ask questions like we were interviewing each other and we'd plus play and record at the same time on a cassette recording recorder. Um, and, uh, you know, I don't even know what we were asking, but I'm like having a moment thinking about how we would just click play and record. And that was also yeah. what we would do when we, so now, you know, this is pre Spotify, but if you wanted to hear a song on the radio, like your favorite song of the top 40, you'd wait until, you know, Angel is a centerfold or like freeze frame or whatever <laughs> song it was that came on the radio and you'd have that that tape recorder by your radio sitting next yep. to it just so you could record it so you could hear it whenever you wanted to. Yeah. Yep. You know, I don't know, but maybe we were maybe we're on that we were onto something in my grandparents' uh, in my grandparents' apartment. <laughs> Totally, totally. Thanks, Jamie. Thanks for joining us on the Apache Campcast. I love the Campcast, and I can't wait till our kids, our campers can be campcasting this summer. It'll be awesome. That's going to be a ton of fun. All right. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Jamie.